This is the Average to Savage podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Average Savage podcast. Our special guest today is Dylan Sadiq. Dylan, how's it going? Uh, appreciate you coming on. I'm doing great, man. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, for sure. I know uh, we connected a while ago. Uh, I don't know if it was like last year or two years ago, but it feels like a while ago at least. Um, so I know you've been killing it. Uh, so tell me how you got into making mosaics with Rubik's cubes. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, yeah, we definitely spoke about it was about a year ago because I've only been doing this for about 18 months. My first mosaic ever was April of 2021. Um, and the reason I started doing what I what I do today is because um, I study engineering in school. Well, I studied because I graduated from Rutgers University, studied biomedical engineering. And I started making these mosaics purely because um, when I was outside of the classroom during COVID, I wasn't cre- like creating these um, hands-on projects that I'm really used to, to doing as an engineer. Um, so, you know, just to continue my education, continue to continue these hands-on projects, uh, I was creating some designs of my favorite professional athletes. And I took the time to, you know, uh, perfect these designs. And um, I took a nice big leap and purchased about a thousand cubes at one time. Um, and I started creating my designs in person. That's, you know, a very simple engin- engineering process. You know, you come up with an idea, create a design, buy the materials that you need, and then execute. So I started executing these designs. And um, naturally, because of the day and age that we're in, I started, um, you know, recording a time lapse, super basic time lapse. I had no idea what I was doing. I'm not a content creator at the time. So um threw up a time lapse, posted some of my favorite, uh, or I posted some of the mosaics I was making, tagged the teams that I made. Um, and they seemed to love it, man. You know, they showed a lot of love back. Um, I got some immediate follows. First one I ever did was Luka Doncic for the Dallas Mavericks. Um, and they, like, followed me back, commented, um, asked to repost. And the reposts are, I think, things that really helped me out because um, all the other basketball teams started seeing me. And they they were in my comment sections like, hey, can I can I get a video of my guy? Can you do this, dude? Um, and all of a sudden, now I have a nice, you know, a nice little 20-team 20, 20 list, 30-team list. My list starts to grow, and I, I just continue to, um, you know, create the the guys that, that they were asking me to do. So in turn, you know, I started getting better at my design process. I started cutting down my times on my mosaics, um, and obviously the rest is history. I could go on with the story yeah. forever. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, it was was it you? Did you just start posting on TikTok first, or or what was it? No, immediately I just I tried to you know hit the major platforms, definitely TikTok and Instagram. Yeah. Um, so my Instagram started from zero followers. Like I didn't convert from like a, a personal account. It was a zero follower Instagram, zero follower TikTok, um, and I just, you know, tried my best posted on those two. Um, obviously now I've grown to different platforms. Kind yeah. of focus on YouTube Shorts. Um, yeah, maybe get into long. Yeah, man. Maybe get into long form like YouTube, um, Facebook Reels, which like I didn't think was really important at all. But I guess you know now I'm on Facebook Reels and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Everything's changing. Every, I mean, everything always changes, but just like so fast now with uh, every social media stuff. Um, <clears throat> yeah. What is it? What has it been like? So you said Luka Doncic was your first one. So what was it like when like, you know, teams started hitting you up? Like, what was that feeling like? Yeah, man. Uh, obviously, super, super like fan reaction. Like, you know, yeah. like you got to call up the boys and be like, yo, guys, you <laughs> won't believe like the video I posted. You know, they commented, they liked um it's obviously amazing even to this day every time i get a verified comment or like or follow um it really gives you like that fan like wow like 
this is really like the team that that you watch on TV and the one that you love, um, and, and the fact that they acknowledge me and not, I mean, yeah, I mean, not even notice me, but they acknowledge me and you know show love back is like unbelievable, man. You know, I can't even say I get used to it, even though I've had hundreds of hundreds of interactions. Um, yeah. Still super special. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and then yeah, you were do you started all this while you were in college, and then what what was that like? Kind of like balancing school and then doing doing work. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. So, so I'll give you a timeline. So I started, I started doing this April, 2021. And obviously I was in, I was in school full time, you know, like spring and, uh, winter semesters or spring and fall semesters. Um, so I did, I did that from April, 2021 to, I graduated May, 2022. I, I would say I wasn't taking anything serious until about August, uh, 2021. So for a solid, you know, 10 months or so. Um, I was trying to balance it too, because I was really trying to take uh, the college keeper seriously. But at the same time, I was still a full-time student and I had to travel to school, you know, because I was a commuter. So I had to drive over an hour. So that was like, I'm not going to lie. It was a little frustrating um, because I really wanted to take the college keeper as serious as possible. I even had times of doubt, like, Hey man, I don't even think it's worth finishing college. Mm -hmm. Um, But I only had a couple months left and people talked me into like, Hey, you might as well just finish if you come this far. So um, it was a little bit frustrating, definitely really difficult. Every time I was in class, um, I did kind of feel like, hey, I should be making a mosaic right now. But at the end of the day, it's a great backup plan that I have in my back pocket that I, I, I may end up using um, in the future. I don't, I, don't, I don't really know, but it's good to have. Yeah, for sure. No, I definitely feel you. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it'd be a whole different story if you were like a freshman or a sophomore in college and probably would have just like stopped. But yeah, definitely, it was definitely worth going. And yeah, like you said, you'll you always have that degree um and yeah you have an engineering degree that's yeah that that's a good one <laughs> um yeah so overall um <clears throat> how did you and and you were you've been an entrepreneur right because I, I believe you had some kind of like car washing business wasn't it yeah yeah i i'm a i, I was a aspiring entrepreneur before yeah. you know i um my older brother owns a like a a car leasing uh company Mm-hmm. So we do like luxury, uh, we do luxury rentals and we obviously help people buy and sell cars and stuff like that. So I got everything that I know in terms of business from my older brother. He's like 27 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and all throughout high school and college, I was a very close hand help uh, with his business. And I saw it grow from nothing to what it is today. Um, so I, you know, I, I kind of had the, the business mindset and stuff like that all throughout my educational career, like my academic career. Mm-hmm. So, um, so my first attempt at making my own, or I've, I've had, I've actually had a, I would, a couple like small businesses. Like for example, in high school, I sold sweatshirts. Okay. Um, yeah. Like that was like a, you know, I was only like 15 years old and I, I like created a design um, of like, like an alternate um, like school logo. And I posted it up on social media and I was like, Hey, you know, if anyone wants one of these shirts um, or these sweatshirts, I can make t-shirts, hoodies, anything. Um, let me know and I'll make them. And I think the really cool thing that the people liked about it at the time is I was putting people's names on the sleeve. Um, so I was throwing up everybody, every, every sweatshirt's custom, you know, you know, I'll yeah. throw your name up on the sleeve. If you want one, let me know. And I sold like 80 sweatshirts um, in like my first round. Um, so that was like what, my first small business or whatever. But the actual business that I started, I invested a lot of money into. Um, and it was around this, it was, it was very right before, um, the college cuber i started the college cleaners the college cleaners is a pressure washing company that i i did and this was a i think um 
March of 2021. So like literally like right before the college, like I was doing college cleaners and Cuba at the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I started a pressure washing company, bought a truck, wrapped it, bought tons of professional equipment and I was pressure washing homes. And the reason I did that is because the summer prior I was doing it with like a car pressure washer and I was offering people in my town, like, hey, if anyone wants to pressure wash their house, I have this little pressure washer and, you know, I'll come do it for super, super cheap for you guys just to, just to you know, test the market and stuff like that. And I started doing really well and I was making much more than I would at like um, any type of like part time job that I was doing. So I was I was pressure washing homes with a little pressure washer. The next summer I came back got a whole nice pressure washer, a truck and everything took it way more serious um, and I was doing well. But then I was still making those days just like for fun. Like like I said, I, I wasn't planning on making it into a business. I, it was kind of just for fun <laughs> to continue my, my academic education. Um, but thankfully, you know, it really kicked off and I shifted my focus fully from, you know, I took off, you know, I, I didn't focus on school too much. I didn't focus on pressure washing too much. 110% into the college cuber and it's been paying off. Do you still have that wrap truck? Yeah, man. It's actually embarrassing. I, I drive around. <laughs> Yeah, I drive around to all my like all my college Cuba events. Pull up in a, a pressure washing van. Oh, you gotta get, you just gotta get it rewrapped. Yeah, I know I gotta get it rewrapped, man. But I, I haven't given up on the pressure washing. I think right. I'll, like, I, I think I'll outsource. You know, maybe I'll like um, hire some guys and, yeah. and, and do it in the when the weather gets nice again. Because I'm from Jersey, when yeah. the weather gets nice again. Um, but I just can't give up the wrap, man. I spent so much money on that wrap. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I might just, I might just like convert the truck that I use now into the cleaners van like that's the cleaners van and then i might buy a new truck for the cuber there you, um, go. you know so i'm still thinking about it but i know it's really embarrassing i i, I just don't want to jump the gun too fast because then i'm probably gonna need to rewrap for the the cleaners again and then yeah. i'm gonna be like bro i just like wasted so much or, money d- or just get just get a regular truck without nothing on it or just get one of those little ones where you could, it's like removal yeah so yeah i know i've been, <laughs> I've been thinking about it but right now um i'm in like you know, I'm just contemplating it during the off season. I guess what what did you originally want to be when you uh, picked engineering? Yeah, so so the the form of engineering that I studied is biomedical engineering. Um, biomedical engineering is you know like basically an engineering that focuses on like devices in the in the medical field. So for example, like pacemaker like pacemakers in the heart, uh, but any type of medical device that helps people. Um, I would engineer or design or sell or any type of sort of thing with medical devices. However, the one that I chose to focus on is prosthetic engineering. I wanted to be a prosthetic engineer, man. I wanted to help design like arms and legs for people that have disabilities and really like, I feel like that's just an area where I can step in and change somebody's life for the better that nobody else can do. So that's really what I was trying to do. Um, And I would still do it to this day. I have the degree and maybe I'll apply for jobs in the future, but I'm having too much fun right now to, to do something like that. Yeah. I'll let my, yeah, my classmates can pick up on that work. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's dope. Um, and then what is like, so how did you, like, I guess, so from graduation in May, what, like, so then you went full-time like cubing. How did that, how'd that process go? And like, what have you been doing? Yeah, man. Um, going full-time cubing has been like the absolute best thing i've ever done i'm super super happy and my business has flourished like month over month ever since may um i would just say like you know the the only physical literal thing that i did is i just don't do anything else beside college cuber you know like every waking moment of, of the day is like all right how do i progress the business business what can i do to to do better how do i you know make this more efficient 
um, like on the daily, you know, I take phone calls, I, I create artwork as much as I can. I started focusing on my, I started focusing on my, um, my content more. I hired a social media manager, you know, so now I have like a little bit of a team that, that backs me a just a little bit, you know, I have like a social media manager and I have an assistant. Um, so that's my little team. I actually just like signed a lease for, uh, a studio space, like literally earlier today. So, you no, know, I'm trying to take it more. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. It's, you know, that's like super exciting for me. Like I'm going to have a, a nice little space. Cause I still, I live at my mom's house and I also work at my mom's house, which is like not the best thing, especially when I'm working with like, um, these super, super large frames and cubes that are super heavy yeah. and obviously very expensive that I have to be super careful with, yeah. man, I was working in my basement and my basement uh, you know, although it's like nice, I have a little bit of space. My mom be all up in my space sometimes, though. But, but um, you know, I have I have my own space, but it's in the basement, and like the doorway is not that large. Mm -hmm. So like sometimes I struggle. I'm like, you know, I can't, I can't, or not even sometimes, man. The thing is really heavy, so I have to like angle it through the basement door, <laughs> and it's just way, way too much. And then I have to walk it down my alleyway into the middle of the street because I don't have a driveway. So yeah. I just like I just pull up in the middle of the street and I try to like walk it to the to the van. And it's just not efficient at all. So now I have a, I have like a garage space. See, we need some, we need some behind the scenes videos of that. Yeah, I know, bro. <laughs> but I'm definitely not trying to take out the camera while that. No, you gotta get your, you got, you got people. You said you got some people. Yeah, I do have to have some people. But those people are helping me lift this super heavy thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it, it definitely is a funny moment, man. We yeah. we're struggling. I'm sweating. It's like nine times out of ten, it's like two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, so I'm trying to avoid that, you know, get a, a nice little space for where I could pull my van, like right up to where I work. Um, I could work there 24 seven. So I could just like mm -hmm. basically wake up and go to my office now, essentially. So maybe I'll get a, a more of a work feel compared to I literally sleep and work in the same room, which is like, yeah, not, it's not healthy. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you on that. That's pretty much what I do, too. Um, <laughs> uh, so how do you yeah, when you put it in the truck, you just lay it down flat? No, I have um. Well, I have a, like a, I have like a cabinet on okay. one side of my, my van, yeah. so I lay it against the cabinet and I strap, I strap That's it down, awesome. um, so it doesn't move at all. Um, it's stressful, but the straps are really, really strong and they really like tie it down nice. Gotcha. And then how how long does one of these take you? Like, what's the average time? Yeah. So so there's obviously the time depends on like tons of things, how many cubes, the size, detail, and stuff like that. But the ones that you see on my social media. Those are about five and a half foot tall, four foot wide. There's 560 cubes that go into each one of those. And it takes me just under three hours to, to do one of those. So, you know, if I if I did nothing else in this world, you know, if I only just cubed, I could bang out like three of these a day, like mm -hmm. hypothetically speaking. But there's tons of other things that go into it. Like yeah. my design process is like just as long, sometimes longer. Um, just creating these designs on the computer, like take literally ridiculous amounts of hours mm -hmm. um obviously i have to manage my own business you know so i do i do outreach i do emails m meetings all that other stuff um and i also have to like record my content myself i like record and edit yeah. stuff too so it's like you know there's a lot of other things i go into but hypothetically speaking three hours is really not that long just the physical build yeah uh, is only three hours so probably like a whole piece is like around six hours yeah yeah because like a design process yeah. plus well yeah plus recording and editing but yeah, yeah honestly yeah. a work day is one piece like if gotcha. you told me to make a piece you got to give me all day i'll get it to you at the end of the day makes sense um <clears throat> yeah what it and then didn't did you officially get sponsored by rubik's cubes or they just sent you some stuff 
Yeah, so so I don't use Rubik's cubes at all. I never I never did. Yeah, and so. and there's a story behind it. I I don't even know how much I'm allowed to talk about it, but I'm gonna tell you because I don't really care. Um, but yeah, so so the company Rubik's cube reached out to me a very long time ago, probably around the time that me and you spoke. But yeah. this is before I was taking a full time. You know, it was just like an idea. Like you know, I posted a couple of videos, got some attention, but like I I wasn't really making any substantial amount of money at the time. But Ruby Shoe reached out to me and they were like, "Hey Dylan, we'd like to offer you a brand ambassadorship." And I was like, "Okay, what does that include?" Okay, that includes you know like we'll send you some free Rubik's cube merch from time to time, and we'll send you or like you know we'll send you new products to test out and stuff like that. Um, you also get a free set, like one free set for your mosaics and i was like okay that's cool but however any other sets that you like to to use you purchase for a bulk price and i was like okay what's the bulk price the bulk price is more expensive than than what i pay right now mm-hmm. and the shipping time is longer than what i than i wait for right now um and the the biggest like th- i think this alone just tells you um why i didn't work with them was um the 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 official rubik's cube has the word rubik's on the white side yeah yeah so like I'll just have like branding all over my artwork, which is like so ridiculous. Like I don't want Rubik's all over Kobe's face when I'm making Kobe. Like, yeah, I just want it to be the color that it's supposed to be. Like if it needs to be white, it should just be white. It shouldn't say Rubik's all over. That's like, that's like so stupid. That's like, watermark. yeah, yeah, literally. That's my, my biggest gripe is uh, with photographers. And if I hire you, you're not putting your watermark on my, my stuff. I paid you to take pictures for me. Yeah, it's so, happened to me too, man. And it's, yeah. so, it's like so stupid. And, but I, I interviewed a, f- a photographer. He's pretty uh, famous for like weddings and all that. And he actually, he I took the clip and he said, uh, if your work is good enough, you don't need watermarks. So there you go. It's all the photographers out there. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's really dope. Um, and um what about like how i know you did so many so i don't really want to ask you like your favorite or whatever but like what's been like your top like your mem- like your like maybe favorite i think you had some of your favorite teams reach out to you too right yeah definitely man i mean i've worked with so many teams like in all different like sports um so i've definitely had that experience but i'll tell you some of i'll tell you some of my best in person experiences okay um, and two i guess two of them or i'll tell you two of them specifically uh, number one, like by far number one, is I got hired by the NBA um, for NBA All-Star Weekend in 2022 in Cleveland. Um, so I, I actually didn't know what to expect. I don't know what they do NBA All-Star Weekend because I've never had the opportunity to go out to an NBA All-Star Weekend. But I got hired to perform at NBA All-Star Weekend. It was like a, I think, a, a four-day like weekend. Um, so I made a piece each day. Um, so at the end, I had four pieces, and the NBA bought everything that I had. Um, so they like, it was a huge, a huge deal for me, especially way back. This is in February before I was still in school at the time. You see, like mm-hmm. I was like going to class and then the next day I drove to Cleveland and, <laughs> and worked with the NBA and then drove back to class, which is like insane to it's me. Crazy. Um, so yeah, so I worked with the NBA and, and obviously this was a huge opportunity and I'm super excited to, you know, display my artwork, like low key working with the NBA. Um, so, but the biggest thing about that event, um, is I was like the only non-NBA partner there. So everybody there was either sponsored by the NBA, partners with the NBA, or the NBA itself. And I was the only person in the room. I was like a creator or an artist or whatever you want to call me. Um, I was the only person just not with the NBA. I'm just like hired by the NBA. Um, and the only person that's like a creator, an artist, whatever you want to call me, everybody else is like a, a, a large company trying to like, you know, just 
share their sponsorship that they have with the NBA. So, for example, um, AT&T, Wilson Basketball, Kia, um, Meta, you know, things like that. Um, NBA Top Shot. Um, anyways, you, you get the point. So mm-hmm. I was there, and it was obviously I had an amazing time. They gave me tickets to all the games and that stuff like that. But I met like the most life changing people there. Like everyone that that was there, was obviously a lot of fans, but there was a lot of people that work in sports. A lot of people came up to me. I was like, "Hey, Dylan, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is how I think I can help you." Hey, Dylan, your thing's amazing. We might want to hire you in the future. Here's my card. Hey, Dylan, like so on and so forth. I probably closed over ten deals from February that I still close to this day um, just from that weekend. So that that was an unbelievable experience for my business, unbelievable experience for myself as a fan of the NBA. It was it was the 75th anniversary too. So like they had like the ceremony where all the 75th guys came out um, during like, I think it was like pregame or halftime or something like that. Yeah. Um, and that was insane, man. I was like the f- I was like the fifth row, like fifth row um, in Cleveland, like during the ceremony. And it was awesome. I was right by a tunnel too. So I saw all the guys run out. Um, unbelievable. Like uh, absolutely unbelievable. Um, that was my favorite experience ever. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, what was, what was the second one? <laughs> yeah. So the second one, so the second one's a super recent one. Um, and this is just, you know, like close to home and close to my heart. Um, but I'm a Jets fan. So like the Jets just hired me for like a season long contract that I just finished. Um, there was four things I did for the Jets. Um, the first one is I went to their facility during um, schedule release and I did, I cubed their schedule release, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Made their schedule release like the day of schedule release. So I actually knew the schedule like three hours before anybody else. So I had enough time to cube the schedule. So, um, so I made the schedule like live and then we posted it like during, you know, schedule release time. Um, so that was dope. And then they hired me for a, a like a season long, essentially like package that we, that we worked out. I came out to each one of the ring of honor games. And I cubed on the concourse in front of the MetLife gate, which is like their main stage and their main gate. Um, I did my live performance with all the fans. Everyone came up to me. I did my thing. And then we brought my artwork onto the field during halftime at each one of the games during the ceremony of the Ring of Honor inductee. Um, and then they, they purchased a piece for each one of the guys, too. So that was like a absolute, like, you guys use my services to the max. Yeah. Uh, literally, MetLife is close to home. Yeah. Like, I'm a Jets fan. They're doing good, which is awesome. Um, so like, it was literally just completely perfect. I just finished that up like last week. Um, yeah, that's dope. So that was awesome too. Like literally, you know, it's just New York t- team showing love to, to a kid from Jersey or a kid from the area. So like, you really can't ask for much more than that. I love when, I love when I work with New York teams and I've worked with so many of them and I worked with the, the New Jersey, um, the, uh, not New Jersey, the New York Red Bulls. I worked with the New Jersey Devils many times. I worked with, um, the Islanders the same weekend that I worked with the Jets, and then I just got an email from the the Brooklyn Nets, which I'm hoping to close something real nice with them too. So, awesome! Did you did? Uh, I think did you do Aaron Judge? It wasn't like official though for the Yankees. I didn't. I didn't do an Aaron Judge. I, um, I actually spoke, I spoke to the Yankees one time. Um, this is way way. This is before Aaron Judge was even killing it. I, it yeah. might have even been preseason, but um, they asked me to make a Stanton at one time, and then I don't know. They ended up ghosting me. I I, I didn't hear back from them. <laughs> that happens all the time. It's not like. You know, gotcha. Not offended or anything, but that you know, th- that things things like that happen all the time. Gotcha. I think you, I think you know, I'm in, I'm big into boxing. I think you did one with Top Rank as well, too, right? Yeah, my first time, man. First time getting into boxing a little bit. Um, they reached out, and they made Devin Haney. Yeah, um, I was super dope, and they like gave me tickets to like an event that they had in Newark. Yeah. Um, I think like the Shakur fight. Yeah, Shakur. Yeah. Yeah, Shakur fight. Um, so that was like my first experience in boxing, man. 
a bit, uh, you know, I'm more into like the major, like top line sports, like, you know, the NFL, NBA and stuff like that. But um, I try to dabble into other things. I, I've done some other things. Like I did a F1 guy too, did Max. That That's getting huge. I haven't gotten into it yet either, but I know it's like crazy. That's what I'm saying. You, and then, know, you, just, you just hear these things yeah. and I, I don't know about them either until you travel. <laughs> But I, I also saw that um, you did some European soccer players, which I'm sure those ones went even crazier than the, the American ones. Bro, those those European soccer players do not play, <laughs> bro. Yeah, they, they literally don't play. There was a, I think it was in November of, of 2021, or yeah, 2021, so like about a year ago. Um, I, I went on like a soccer, like just fest, like because uh, Manchester United reached out to me and they asked me to make Ronaldo, or they actually, they asked me to make their logo. Mm-hmm. which I did, and it performed re- really well. And then they asked me to make Ronaldo, and that thing went stupid, bro. Yeah. It, it went so crazy. I think it has, like, 12 million views on their Instagram. So, um, so like, everybody saw that, and I got posted on, like, 433, um, and I got so many DMs from professional sports teams to make their guys. So then I started, like, making all these other huge, huge names in sports and getting posted on their accounts, too. So I made, like, Lewandowski. I made uh, Frankie de Jong for, for Barcelona. Um I made a couple of other like huge names too, and I got posted on all these accounts. I got posted on uh, FC Bayern, um, like all within one month. I think my page drew like five thousand followers on Instagram, which is like pretty impressive for Instagram standards. Um, but yeah. I was I was literally going crazy, man, on on like in the soccer world, and I'm I would love to get back into the European soccer or like international soccer right now during the World Cup. Yeah, just posted a Messi video, but these aren't like requests by teams you know this is just me shooting my shot yeah yeah for sure um what do you so i know it's kind of backwards but what uh with the process of making it and stuff and then giving it to the people like what do you put over you put like a glass thing over it yeah so so i make custom frames to frame my artwork and there's a really important reason for why i do that compared to like um epoxying or gluing them because you Mm -hmm. know i can use other methods to keep the cubes together but i choose to, to frame my artwork it's essentially in a shadow box and a shadow box is you know like a, a solid wood case with the glass finish in the front um, so i make these custom shadow boxes to frame my cubes and the reason i do that is because it gives me the ability to if the team ever chooses you know for some reason in sports it's very common if someone gets injured or traded for an extended period of time and they're like hey um we don't really want to display this person anymore for whatever reason you know or if they get like you know, blacklisted or something, you know, they, you know, we don't really want to display this guy anymore. I'll give you a prime example. The Tennessee Titans, they purchased uh, a Derrick Henry piece and they, they were actually super hesitant at first. They were like, you know, Derrick Henry, obviously we love him to death, but do we want to spend this much money on a piece of artwork that, you know, if he gets traded, like that's unfortunate. Like, what are we going to do with it? Just toss it away. Like we don't really want to toss it away. So I was like, yeah, you know, it's okay because the cubes are not permanent. You know, it's kind of like a live piece of artwork. If you ever, uh, need me if he gets traded i'll come back to nashville i'll switch up the like i'll take the artwork off the wall take off the back take out the cubes and i'll make any other athlete that you want so my artwork has the ability to be revised infinitely amount of times mm-hmm. which is super awesome compared to any other like artist or painter because you know paint on canvas is super permanent you'd have to just commission a new piece yeah. compared to me you already own the cubes you already own the frame you kind of just need me to come spend some time to make a new design for you so it's super dope man yeah yeah for sure um all right so who is like your number one guy that you want to do still that you haven't done Hmm, that's a good question man that's a good question i do as of right now i do usually make um by like request only yeah um so there are some like 
there are some that I would love to do. Basically, who do you want to hit you up and say? Well, honestly, I haven't worked with the Yankees yet, man. And I, right. I would I would want to make Judge definitely. I'm a Yankees fan from when I was a kid, like a young at heart, ten years old. Um, I was a huge Yankee fan, and I love going to Yankee Stadium. And I still go to Yankee Stadium, even though I don't get invited to Yankee Stadium. <laughs> I go everywhere else, but I'll still go to Yankee Stadium. And obviously, you know, AL MVP, Aaron what, Judge. What about any any celebrities? Bro, I would love to make celebrities. I haven't I haven't played around or I haven't like at all. I haven't really made celebrities too much. Yeah. Um, they're all athletes, but I man, I I love I would love to make some celebrities. Like obviously. I could see some like movie production companies hitting you up to do it. I think that would that would be dope. That'd be dope, man. That's that's later down the road when I dabble into other industries and stuff like that. Um, sure. But I, you know, I'd love to make Drake. You know, Drake makes like a, that makes a lot of sense. You know, he's cool yeah. with the Raptors and stuff like that. He's still a sports icon. Yeah. Um, but you know, we'll see what happens down the road when I maybe I'll take a step out of sports like when it slows down. But right now, like sports is really the place to be for me, and I think that's mostly. I mean, it, it, it's still applicable to other areas, but I think it's mostly because of the live entertainment aspect of sports. Yeah. People always want, you know, somebody to wow you, like when you go out to a sporting event. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really where I fit in. Yeah, definitely. Um, what are what are some of your future goals? Um, yeah, man. Obviously, my future goal is to just like keep, continue to grow. I'm definitely not in a. I'm in a. I'm in a happy spot right now, but you know. Like I said, I just got a, a little studio. I'd love to make it like my like sanctuary, like where I could just do my thing and have all the cubes that I want. And honestly, maybe I'd love to get to a point where, um, like as of right now, I'm very focused on business and business and continue to grow. I just want to get to the point where I could just make things that I want. Um, but conti- like my success continues, you know, because I'm very dependent on like my next gig. I, I need to make money in my next gig. Who wants to hire me to make what they want? But when I could just get into the spot where I, I'm just going to make artwork just because I feel like it and I could play around with different mediums other than Rubik's Cubes, because at the end of the day, man, I can make any type of art. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe I'll dabble into different things. Like, I'll give you an example, actually. Um, like, the, the New York Mets, like, was interested in a project to, you know, test out using baseballs, you know. Maybe I could just start doing, you know, like, baseballs, golf balls, like, tennis balls. I can make them out of anything. If you give me enough of anything, I can make a, a mosaic out of it. Um so I think when I get to the point where it's not so focused on business and I can just do whatever I want, I'm just going to start doing a bunch of nonsense and, like, testing out different things. Maybe I'll use, like, some boxing gloves and make Muhammad Ali, you know, yeah. like, you know, but I'm, I'm going to need, like, 10,000 boxing gloves. Yeah. But that's at the point where, you know, nothing matters anymore. For sure. Are you, like, just playing with a cube right now? Yeah, man. Just, <laughs> like, all, all the time. Can you hear it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are right, you ready for some fun questions? Yeah, let's hear it. All right, I always ask everybody, what's your uh, if I if I came to your city, where would you take me to go get food? Like, what's your favorite spot? It's really interesting. It's an interesting question. I wasn't expecting that, but uh, you know, honestly, let, let me think for a second. Don't say no pizza spot though. Okay. Yeah, uh, let me think for a second. Actually, where are you from? Connecticut, because Connecticut got the best pizza. That's what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> um, you gotta give me a second, man. Let me think. I'm honestly, as you can see. I'm not the biggest food enthusiast by my, my by my body build, <laughs> um, but I think we could go to. I like you know what I like dope places that offer experience when you go to eat. So for example, in New York they have this place. I'm not sure if you're familiar. But it's called Max Brenner's. Um, Max Brenner's is like a it's like a 
chocolate factory restaurant where they got like big chocolate tubes all over the place and they they serve like ridiculous meals like for example like you know like s'mores pizza and um you know like chocolate burgers or i, I don't know if they actually serve that but i'm just saying you know like a bunch of like nonsense um, yeah. super super dope place in in uh in new york city so i think that'd be a really cool place man you just walk in you're like in a different environment you're gonna you know you're gonna spend some money but it's gonna be something that you know you remember for a while all right i like that this is not a fun question i just forgot to ask you the serious question but uh what what advice would you give to i guess younger entrepreneurs yeah man i, lo- I love this question and i actually just i was in a networking event last night and i and i answered some, something similar to this but basically i think the most important thing when it comes to business man you need to understand in business there's two winning sides you know if, if both sides win that that's a successful business so um so I I get this feeling a lot as a as a student or or like an aspiring employee that like hey I'm really looking for the next person to give me the opportunity you know to help them and and I'm begging for like that opportunity but like in business you got to switch your mindset it's like hey I don't want anything from you you know but this is what I offer many people and if you'd like to work together we could both succeed together mm-hmm. um so when you really like stop with that begging mindset and you really switch to like, Hey, this is how I can help you. And maybe you can help me. And then we could do something together that benefits both of us. That's what a successful business is. And that's what, that's the mindset you need to have as an entrepreneur. Um, that no matter how small you are, if you have something that can help somebody, people want to work with you. So don't ever beg for anything. You know, I go out to these networking events all the time. I don't ever ask like, Hey, you know, like I really think like, you know, you could really do this for me and it'd be great. Like, it's kind of just like, Hey, this is what I've done for other people. If you feel like you fit in that spot and you want to talk about something, we can. If not, man, it was great to meet you anyways, and I love your story too. So yeah. that's my advice, bro. All right, I like that. Um, what's your favorite song right now? My favorite song right now, man. Bro, honestly, I, I won't give you a favorite song right now, but I am a huge A Boogie fan, and I know he just dropped the album. I've right. been a, Yeah, I've been a huge A Boogie fan since I was like, you know, 16, 17 years old. And I've loved all of his music my entire life. He fell off the the face of the planet for a, a long while, and he talks a lot of, you know, crap about this being like a his comeback album or you know this this is gonna change his life, or whatever. But we'll see we'll see. I, I still gotta listen to it. Maybe I'll find a nice track off of that album. Gotcha. All right, last one. What is something people don't know about you? It's very interesting. Something people don't know about me. I'm making you think today. Yeah, man. No, I don't, I don't, bro, I come into a lot of these interviews, I get asked the same questions. So the fact that I was not expecting this is pretty dope, but something people don't know about me, man. Crap. Um, you know, I think, I think something that people try to assume about me and may not know about me, it's not, it's not the craziest answer, but I actually can't draw from my life. You know, like I, I, I identify as an artist and I and people probably assume that since I'm making these very elaborate um, structures as a piece of art that I can like do some type of drawing or anything like that. Um, but I can't draw for my life. My handwriting, my handwriting though, is actually really nice. Um, I got really nice handwriting, but I can't draw. Never had like an artistic background. Um, but hey, man, I'm making it work as an engineer. All right, there we go. Uh, well, I appreciate you coming on, and uh, could you let the listeners know where they can follow you at? Yeah, man, you can follow me on, like, anywhere you can find content, all platforms, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, um, at the College Cuber, man.